Hello and welcome back to The Psychology of Your 20s, the podcast where we discuss some of the big life changes and transitions of our 20s and what they mean for our psychology. Um, Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Thank you for joining us again this week. We've got a pretty exciting episode um, going on today and a very special guest, Welcome, Claudia. Hi, Gemma. Thanks for having me. Oh, that's okay. Um, so how do we know each other before we get into what we're talking about? So, so well, we worked at Boost together yeah. when we both lived in Melbourne. Yep. Like, like five, five years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Four or five years ago. Yeah, when you were still in high school. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't say that. <laughs> I was literally such a baby and you, you guys were. really took me under your wing. It was I know. so nice. Well, I was your manager for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, you were my manager and I used to always steal protein balls. Yeah, I, I did too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But don't um, tell our boss that. Lay, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> our boss. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing right now. I don't know. Hopefully he's happy. Hopefully. I think his boost juice shut down for it did. It did. Health code violations, yeah. most likely. But that's another. That's another story. That's another story. Um, but basically, Carter and I knew each other when I was significantly younger. You were also well, we were same both the age of obvious, being younger, yep. but I was little and you were a bit older than me, and then. I moved to Sydney and we went out for dinner the other night. Mm-hmm. And as you do, we were like updating each other on literally four years of our lives. And we started talking about our relationships as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and one in particular for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my yeah relationship for a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, wasn't healthy to was, say the least. No. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to it in like yeah, genuine shock. shock. Like, Genuinely, yeah. I was speechless. And I was like, you know what? This is like something so prominent, like so common for yeah. women, especially in your 20s. Definitely. Um, like we were talking about when you don't have boundaries for yourself yet, you don't really know mm-hmm. what you want. You're still discovering yeah. like, dating and everything. But yeah. yeah, I also think it's really important because you don't really know what it's like until you get into mm. something and people don't talk about it enough, I think. Mm. So um, I was like, come on board. Yeah. Let's talk about toxic, abusive relationships mm-hmm. in our 20s, um, especially for, like we were saying, we can only really speak to a um, like a female perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we aren't therapists. No. No, we're not. Yeah. So... Obviously, well, we both have degrees in psychology. Yeah. Um, and I just finished my honours in psychology last year. Yeah. And I actually, my research was in this kind of area as mm. well. Yeah. Um, similar area. Should I link your thesis? So if you want to read it. Oh, it's not. It's not published. Oh damn! It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I like. She like sent it to me after dinner, and I was like, oh, Thank incredible you. Thank reading. You. Um. But yes, so obviously we're not licensed therapists. Yeah. Um. But yes, I do have an honours degree. Yeah. In psychology. In this area. In this area. So, like, I was reading the her thesis and I was like, this is, like, you know, we I always try and make the episodes, like, really kind of research-based. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, my... I didn't really want to do this episode, I think, alone and, yeah. like, not have, like, someone else to kind of bounce ideas off of or another experience. Definitely. Um, so this just seemed, like, the perfect yeah. guest to have. The I'm perfect super time excited. To yes. So... We're going to get into it today and talk all about toxic relationships. So we've given you the whole story of how this episode came to be. Um, We were having dinner and we were Mm -hmm. talking about our Our relationships. relationships. And 
Claudia, would you like to kind of give a bit of yeah, like yeah. backstory into what we were talking about? What yeah, led to this? yeah. But I was just telling Gemma. So, um, I I moved to Sydney, um, in twenty eighteen for uni. Um, it was my first year of uni. I was living on campus, um, so like a whole street of houses that were all uni students. Mm. Um, and the house next door to mine was like had a house of eight. Mm. Um, and there was um one of the people living in the house. Um, he was an exchange student. Mm-hmm. And you know, being the house next door, we kind of became friends. Whatever. Um, hung out a bit. Um. I kind of, you know, knew what he was like. You know, you kind of tell... Mm. I think we'll get into that a bit more later. But, yeah. you know, very charming. Yeah, um, yes. We became friends and because I kind of... Yeah, I rejected him, like, pretty... Like, at the really? start. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, he kind of came on and I was like, no, nope. like, I had already dealt with little experiences of just kind yeah. of, you know, crappy dating experiences. So I was like, nah, I'm, like, here to kind of study and have yeah. fun. Um, but because he was my friend, or I considered mm. him a friend at the time, um, mm. you know, I think he invited me out for breakfast one day, just mm. as friends, mm. so I thought. And it kind of turned, I guess, like, more intimate, very fast. Yeah. Um, and I kind of thought because if we were friends and he'd actually tried for a few months at this point to kind of get to know me and everything, mm. like... I obviously found him attractive. Mm. Um, I was like, sure, uh, maybe this could be a thing. Like, maybe I judged it too harshly or maybe because he's actually putting an effort and, yes, he could have those tendencies, but if he really likes me, mm. you know, it kind of it was a whole, like, he is going to abandon being a fuckboy for me. Yeah. Kind of, ah! I can change him. I, yeah. Like, I can be the one. I can be the one, you know. Makes him realise yeah, how to treat very much women. wanting to be that. And so when I kind of had my brain switched kind of yeah. to that mm. and very quickly I was kind of in it and yeah. I wanted it and yeah. I wanted to be that yeah. um and there was lots of things that happened throughout the year um you know we never made it well one of the things was we never established that we were official we never yeah. wanted to put a label on it oh my um, God. yeah um, you know so the typical kind of he yeah. could still get away with things under the guise of yeah. there's no label we're not official you're not my girlfriend so for, but you, you, you pretty know, much are. That's you know, strange, I considered like, it in my head. Yeah. It very much was. In my head, yeah. I wasn't seeing anyone else. I wasn't interested in anyone else. I was committed, like I would be committed in a yeah. normal relationship, and that's what I wanted. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to him it was fun and games, really. Mm. To him I was... Who knows? Who knows yeah. what I was to him? I don't yeah. have... I don't know. I probably think he doesn't even know he sounds like such a... Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know to this day, but mm. that's something you have to accept when you yeah. get into this. Yeah. Um, But, so basically... He would kind of spring on every month or couple of months that he went on a Tinder date or that he went on other dates with other women. And so every time, um, you know, I would hear that and be like, obviously, that's not okay. Yeah. I am taking this seriously and you're not. Yeah. So I would want to end it. I would want to get out of it. And he had this way of making me feel bad for him. And mm. this is actually something I only realised very recently. I was mm. reading this book that my actually now boyfriend gave me when I finished my thesis, who's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's um, so lovely. He's lovely. Yeah, I <laughs> So there's a good day. ending, yeah. everyone, yeah. <laughs> before you hear all this tragic. Yeah, tragic. <laughs> good ending. I'm in a very healthy relationship now. Um, yay. But, <laughs> yay. yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he gave me, anyway, he gave me this book on kind of sociopaths, basically, which yeah. is pretty much who I was dealing with yeah. um, unknowingly at the time. Um, and anyway, I was reading this book and one of the things that really stuck 
stuck out to me and but I didn't really realize because I still never really fully understood what kept me in it yeah. I like I knew it I knew how bad it was and there was a lot of things that happened there was a lot like there was, was a lot that happened that were that when you told me I yeah. was like like downright I, abusive and yeah. unacceptable oh my god it made me I was so angry I was like yeah, yeah. and I yeah only imagine like yeah anyhow anyway, there was a lot of things that there was happened. a lot of things yeah. so every time and I kind of wondered to myself even years after like mm-hmm. still the question lingered like how how did he get, keep getting me back I was ready every single time he said I went on tinder date I yeah. had sex with this person like oh, every yeah. time I was like that is it we are done I'm done I had it all prepared mm. we would sit down to have a chat and somehow I would end up after that chat not broken up with him but back with him yeah, and feeling bad for And him. feeling bad for him. And then, so when I read this book, they said that the number one thing, they talked to someone who was in jail. Yeah. He was a known psychopath. It was a yeah. psychologist talking to him. They said, what do you most want from someone? And what is it oh. that you look for yeah. when choosing kind of victims almost? Yeah. And they thought they were going to say like, I want power. I want money. It's kind of control, yeah. whatever. He said, I want guilt. I want Whoa. people to feel guilty because you know what? When someone feels guilty, when someone feels sad for someone, all other emotions in a normal functioning human brain go. Oh my God. It's that powerful. And that is something that, oh my God, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly yeah. what it did. Cause my emotions were so, this is done. Yeah. This is done. Clear cut. Like I'm not stupid. Yeah. I wasn't stupid. I knew damn well what was happening. Yeah. I couldn't understand it. And then I read that and I was like, Oh my god, if you, you feel bad for some, if you feel pity for yeah, someone. Yeah. If you feel pity and guilty and kind of you mm-hmm. have that sadness or pity for someone, you want to kind of then make it better and yeah. you want you feel bad for them. You think they are actually a nice person. Yeah. So when they get you when they, you know, because it was a typical spill of you know, I'm sorry, I'm shit. Like this was what he kept, you know, saying every time. Mm. I'll change. It's a typical I will change. I'll change, Which, I'm sorry, I've got to work out my mm. shit, I've got to, you know, I've got shit to work on, la la la, but I will do it, you know, you yeah. kind of, you, as a normal person, you mm. think, they want to work, Yeah. they do, because that's what you would do, because that's what I would do, you know, yeah. you want to, oh, you see, they're acknowledging the fact that yeah. you want to work on it, they want to change, and you feel pity for them, you yeah. think, oh, what a sad kind of, per- oh, you've had a fucked up childhood, yeah. oh, you're a bit sad, oh, especially, mm. you know, he was in a new country by himself, okay. oh, Wow. It is. It's the pity party. And it's that's what the, they yeah. want. It's the pity party. Yeah. Well, I was like, it's so funny you said that because back when I was like 19, I was like seeing this person and it's like, you said that to me and I was just like, oh my God, that like the exact yeah. same thing. Like he would always like make up this like really tragic reason why I had to come over and see him and like comfort him and like yeah. literally like basically like cuddle like cuddle him to sleep and then he'd be like the next morning like okay you can leave now yeah exactly and i'd be like oh i really thought that i was gonna block when you you feel sad and pity for someone yeah it's insane it's it it is it takes over and it takes and then they're like oh and you feel bad and oh and then the next morning yeah literally same thing happened and that's like oh they'll kick you out yeah i i once had this time when he was like oh something really awful has happened to me and it was my birthday and i went over to this person's like a part like apartment and I was like is everything okay and he's like no and he's like telling me this whole story about something tragic and I was like okay well, like I don't even care it's my birthday like I just like I know I should be shitty at you but like I feel so bad for you and then he as soon as I had the opportunity to talk 
he goes on his phone and he interrupts me and he goes, oh, someone else is actually coming upstairs. Do you mind just going and waiting in the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was like, what? He goes, like, just go and wait in the bathroom. Like, my friend is coming upstairs. And it was another girl he was seeing. Yeah. And it was my birthday. And I I was sitting in the bathroom. And then I just had this realization. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Oh, my God. And you do have those realizations. Yeah. Like, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, like, one of the what the fuck moments which really should have been the end yeah. of the relationship. But for me was after this kind of back and forth of I'm going on Tinder dates and I'm kind yeah. of blah, 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 but I yeah. love you, whatever, bullshit. Mm. Um, he had a party at his house. Like, all his housemates had a party. Mm. And he was like to me, oh, I'm going to be late. And I was like, you know, it's your house. Where, where will you be? He said, again, going on the Tinder date, which was, you know, I'd heard it before. And at this point I was just a bit fed up. And I was like, uh, all my friends are coming to this party. Um, so I just said, I'll deal with like this later. Yeah. Um, but whatever you do, I said in one thing that you do, do not bring her back to this party. Yeah. Like, just don't do it. Yeah. Like, you know, my friends are going to be here. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm there. there. <laughs> no, even though I didn't even word it like that. See, it was ridiculous. Like, it was like, oh, but my friends. It wasn't even like, I'm there. You yeah. owe me this respect. The person you've the been person seeing. The person you've been seeing. I know. Anyway, it was, anyway. Um, and he was like, what, do you think I'm stupid? Like, <gasps> why would I do that? Of course I wouldn't do that. And I was like, well, I'm, <laughs> you've done many stupid things yeah. throughout these months. Like, yeah. all right. But he was like adamant. Like, I would not do that. <sighs> Party happens. All my friends were literally sitting in the lounge room in a circle, all around in a circle. He walks in the middle of us with this girl. (gasps) Says, hey, just looks, says, hey, like so casually, barely acknowledges me, says, hey, and goes straight upstairs to have sex with her. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I've heard that before, but I still... Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's just... That was really, like... That would have hurt so much. Yeah. And obviously, there was hurt underneath it, but all that came out was fear, anger. Yeah. So angry. Because most of the four months, I was just sad. I was sad. Mm, you know, and every time yeah. this happened, I would just cry or go to my friends. But this time, I fucking cracked. Yeah. And I... You know, everyone looked at me in shock. And everyone yeah. was kind of like... And I didn't know what to do. And my friend, you know, that lived in that same house was, like, in a room at the time who was right yeah. next to his room. So I kind of just went upstairs. And obviously, Shannon just witnessed what happened. So I went upstairs to tell her. Yeah. In a very, you know, angry, angry. Yeah. tone. You know, being like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. he just did this, this, and this. Like, oh, my God. So I was, like, pacing back and forth, kind of yeah. just, like, ranting, essentially. And she just sat there, like, watching this, like, very, you know, this is fair. And then just, like, turned to me and was, like, a little louder. Like, yeah. his room was right next door. He was in there fucking the chick at yeah. the time. Yeah. But louder, louder. She yeah. just kept telling me to go louder. So I started screaming. Yes. Screaming. Like, fuck you. Like, fuck you for ever telling me that you love me. Fuck you for oh. doing this. Fuck you for this, this, and this. Just everything that came out from the past four months. For, yeah. You know, everything. And then I end up kicking in his door. And like, fuck you. Yeah. And then walk downstairs. And I, at this point, a couple of my other friends arrived. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you know, and I was like, ah, (laughs) not in a mood to socialize whatsoever. And they're like, what the fuck happened? So I went to the kitchen and signed explaining it to them. Yeah. And then he comes into the kitchen. And so he's facing me and standing behind my friends. I don't see him. I just see him. Um, And they obviously realize that I'm looking at someone else. So they turn, see it's him. They awkwardly just kind of leave us in the kitchen. And I just look at him. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He said, what the fuck is wrong with you? And all he has to say to that was, he looks at me 
looks at my top that I was wearing. It was a red top. Looks back up at me, a little little smirk on his face and goes, red looks nice on you. And walks out. That's it. That's it. After just, like, shattering my yeah. world. Whatever fantasy I'd left of the relationship, yeah. but still, like... Yeah. After pretty much disrespecting me in, like, yeah. the biggest way I think anyone can really disrespect oh, a person. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, literally, you said, like, please don't do this, and he did I literally said, like, like I, didn't even, I didn't even address the fact that he was on a Tinder date for yeah. the God knows how You weren't how like, many don't times. go on that date. I just... I wasn't even like, don't go on that date. I was like, I'll deal with that later, because I was fed up yeah. at this point, and I was like, I just want to have fun, honestly. I yeah. can't deal with this again, and I just said, don't bring her in. Yeah, just, just please. If you, you do go anything, elsewhere, if you need to, if do you that. need to do that, go to hers. Yeah, honestly, go to hers, and we'd do the whole spill again. That yeah. of you sleeping with someone and whatever. Yeah, but like, but that course, wasn't the end, was it? No. So no. you know, it was a start. Mm-hmm. I did block him and cut him off for a couple months, mm-hmm. which was, I think, you know, it's still big to do that yeah, at this it was point. Huge, yeah. So yeah, after that, I, you know, I went back to my house for the rest of the night and didn't engage in any of it. And I did block him on everything. I didn't talk to him for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. You know, I actually see, well, you know, I seemed fine and I was yeah. fine because there was still a glimmer of hope. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like it wasn't, that's yes, I cut him you. off and yes, I blocked him. Yeah. But I knew it was only because I was waiting for him. You know, I still wanted him to come to my house and be like, Beg. I'm sorry. Yeah. Beg for me back. Realise yeah. what he lost. You know, I cut him off and I wanted him to realise what he had lost so badly. Yeah. And it never happened. It never happens. It never happens. <laughs> I've done that so many times. It never happened. No, no, so no obviously of two months of being like, I'm fine and cool and getting on with my life. But it, him never... you know never apologizing i ended up one night drunk after a party going back to his and yeah pretty much starting it again yeah yeah and that was like the second chapter this was that was the second chapter this is the sequel the sequel to it which essentially was just him saying that he was going to commit to me this time which i think you think he did I don't know. Like, at least I didn't know this time. Like, yeah. at the time before he told me that he was doing these things, and yeah. this time I wasn't aware of them, and I was with him a lot more. Mm. So, I don't think so, but yeah. again, pff, who fucking knows? Yeah. Who fucking knows? Anyway, but because he wasn't obviously doing it as frequently, yeah. and we were together a lot more, it was a lot more covert then. Yeah. Not so overt and kind of like, oh, I'm just having sex with all these women. It was... Yeah. This was when the really controlling behaviours came. The scary behaviours, yeah. I would say. It wasn't really scary before. It was yeah. like I'm dealing with a really kind of fucked fuckboy. Yeah. But then it became scary. Yeah. Uh, that was when I was like, I'm in an abusive relationship. It wasn't like I was fucking around with this kind of toxic fuckboy from, you know, yeah. on exchange. Ha 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 First year of uni things. Yeah. This was like real. And that's when yeah. I knew I had to actually find... Yeah. Get out. And what Actually. were some of the... Th- well, if you don't have to talk about it, but it was like... Um, uh, yeah, so um, put-downs, yeah. like insults, little insults. I'm very confident in myself as well, mm-hmm. and he knew that. And so he tried to get to me anyway. You know, he would... He pinched my stomach one day. like, you need to go for a run. <gasps> he oh. said I was an 8 out of 10 because my butt could be better. Oh. Like, shit like that, you know? Which I actually, I didn't let ever get to me those things because I am really confident and yeah. I know I'm attractive. So yeah. I was like, fuck you. But, you know, he still yeah. wanted to do it and it's still horrible. Um, what else? Um, oh, behaviours, like, I wouldn't even know what I do. Like, you don't, you don't. There's no yeah. logic to it, but he would go from being 
kind of fine in an alright mood to yeah. kind of shutting down, going into his room, yeah. not talking to me. The silent treatment really Stone often. Stonewalling, yeah. Stonewalling. Which um, we talked about in last week's yeah. episode. Um, yeah. He did something really horrible to me um, and he told me not to tell my friends yeah. about what he did. Yeah. And when I was like, you know, fuck you, my life, I can yeah. do whatever, you know. I told all my friends. Yeah, because you would. Because <laughs> I would. And I wasn't, you know, that afraid of him. Yeah. Like, I was like, you know, it's getting there. But I was like, fuck you. I'm At telling my point, friends. And I had yeah. a really good relationship with my friends. And they still, I hadn't really lied to them much mm. yet about me being with him. They all knew that I was still with mm. him. But when he found out that I told my friends, oh my God. Like, mm. complete, just like, nothing. Like, silence um well i was like walking in the street with him like begging him to talk to me yeah like anything i was like let's just discuss this talk through this like a normal like people mm. or tried to be mm. nothing looked at me dead in the face when i was like fucking begging him in the middle of the street and just mm. kept walking nothing like two days it's like so manipulative so manipulative so just like also the fact that he's like now like what the fuck? It's like he can do whatever he wants. Like yeah. he can bring back girls to his house and like Oof. he can like do things to you, but as soon as you like access the I know, as soon as you stand person. in your power, yeah. that's then it flies off. And there yeah. was also like so for instance, this is when I started kind of realizing the kind of personality he had as well. He told me that he didn't feel m- m- love or hate really. He said he kind of never felt much and kind of operated on autopilot. So he t- he literally was like, I don't know how to f- like. I don't Pretty feel much, yeah. Life. And I was like, sorry, what? Yeah. It was like before I was really like educated myself, you know, on yeah. this kind of personality type, on what a sociopath is, which is literally the in- inability it, to yeah, feel love, literally, or even anger. anything. Like, really, just, it's just kind of it's the only thing you without feel a conscience, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So it was shocking to me. I couldn't wrap my head around. I was like, what do you mean you're on autopilot? So you kind of just throw- float through the motions of life. Like I will never feel love for you. Pretty much. She was like, I can't love you. I never will. And I never, like, feel this. And I was like, that's... What? Yeah, you were like... <laughs> I was oh. like, what do you mean? Like, you have to, right? You're a person. Yeah. You have to love someone. And you have to yeah. love something. So I thought. Um, nope. And so, anyway, he ne- never told me... Well, he actually did say he was falling in love with me right at the start of the relationship. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, he was like, you know, I got love for you, but I'm not in love with you, is what he'd say. And so, and I even just accepted that. I even still just, I honestly like accepted that. I was like, great, that's it. That's yeah, it. and I was like, oh, brilliant. And then one day, um, he, oh, when I had started in mentally kind of preparing mm. to break it off, when mm. I started mentally kind of detaching myself. Because at this point, you were like quite afraid. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at this point, this was like a couple months before I did properly end it. I was mm. starting to mentally prepare myself. You know, mm. you really have to do the mental game, preparing yeah. the mental game before you Going actually do it. it. You yeah. have to really start detaching yourself emotionally, yeah. which is what I started doing. And God, they can fucking sense it. Really? Instantly. Really? There's some, they can read people. And that's why they, they can read people yeah. so well. Just tiny things in my behaviour. I wasn't as affected by what he said. I wasn't really bothered by his presence so much. Yeah. We're kind of just hanging out. And I started being a bit more like my normal self around. And not yeah. so invested and so worried about what he was doing to me. And what he was doing yeah. around me. It was, I was very, so I detaching. And the second I did that, I knew he could sense it. Because yeah. he then brought me upstairs and told me he loved me which is uh, what i'd been hoping for for the whole time right yeah so me stupidly 
not stupidly, I shouldn't say I'm stupid, but, no. you yeah. know, silly when I started touching, it was only, like, a tiny bit that yeah. I started. So when he said that, bounce right back in. Yeah. Oh, my God, he said he loved me. Oh, my God, finally it worked. Yeah. I made yeah. him love me. Yeah. I made him realise. Yeah. But, obviously, because I'm not stupid, I still did turn around to him and say, mm. you told me three days ago that you cannot love and you will never feel love. So why are you suddenly, and this was literally, it was three days before that, why are you suddenly telling me that you love me now? Yeah. And he looked at me and said, watch yourself. <gasps> and he said, don't push it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't push it. And then ignored <sighs> me for three days. Literally ignored me for the next After being three, like, I love days. you. Yep. Ignored me. Nothing. I literally thought he was like dead or something. Because he just Jesus. cut it off. Oh my god. And I was like freaking out. I was beside myself. I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, is he okay? Like, I haven't yeah. heard from him at all. And he's just probably just like, ah, oh, just. I, put- so, I was so beside myself that yeah. my mum and like my friends were like, go to his house. Yeah. Go to his Because I even messaged, and then I messaged his housemate being like, have you seen him? Like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, he's around. And I was like, right, that's it. Yeah. Went to his house and like beside myself, and he just is like, coming back from playing basketball and being like, what are you doing? And I was like, you, what the fuck? Like, why I have you, I haven't from heard you. from you. Like, why are you suddenly, like, three days? And he was like, oh, I just needed to have some alone time. Say and that. Like, Say yeah, that. Like, yeah. can't. No, can't. and obviously it wasn't because of that. Now I yeah. realise it was because I questioned him. And when yeah. you question, you know, narcissists, sociopaths, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. When you question them on their behaviours. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. And then what happened after that? And then... How did you end up? Um, I ended up just getting more and more anxious around him, really. It was more my body, yeah. my body's response to him. Because I just, yeah, it was just a complete shit show. And mm. I ended up just getting, like, anxious. And then I went overseas with my friends for a week. Mm. Kind this of just, before like... before COVID, obviously. Yes, yeah. obviously. Um, reset. I guess, for yeah. my body, you know, reset. I had honestly not spent much more than a few days away from him in, like, a three-month period. Yeah. So, kind of, like, yeah, getting myself away from that space and just hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Kind of really just, like, I was like, I could breathe. Yeah. And so everything reset for a little bit. And the moment I went back to him and, you know, back from overseas, um, that was it. My, I freaked, like, my body just freaked out. Like, yeah. I couldn't be next to him without feeling like I was going to have a panic attack. My anxiety was through the roof. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't sit with him. I couldn't yeah. be with him. And I thought, you know, initially I was like, whoa, like, is this me? Like, yeah. I was just kind of like, I can't, I'm so anxious. And so I went and saw a psychologist. Yeah. Um, and... I was like, you know, I'm so anxious around my boyfriend. Yeah. I don't know what's happening to me. And she was like, okay, like explain kind of just your relationship a little bit. Yeah. What's been going on? Um, I talked for like a minute or two. Yeah. <laughs> and she just was like, yeah, I just could tell she was like, oh boy, in a professional yeah. <laughs> manner. And she just said, look, I have a hypothesis that he's a narcissist. You know, yeah. this is a personality disorder. He's yeah. not my client, but I hypothesize that he is. And, like, so, as you, like, we both studied psychology. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't normally diagnose someone no. from someone else's assessment. You don't. It's, like, pretty much 
just not. It's pretty much yeah. You, you don't, don't do it. You learn in ethics. Yeah, like you can't. Talk so it's like you have to be. So you have to be pretty fucking certain to say something like that. You have to be pretty fucking like scared for also my well being yeah. to actually say something like no, yeah. like really clearly. Because I norm- yeah, and normally Sykes, I've never had a Sykes since that's been quite so like direct. But she anyway. Well, it's also the situation. I think she's yeah. probably like you're actually like. In, in danger here. Yeah. Like, this person is, like, jeopardising your physical and your mental health. Yeah. Like, you are, like, it's not good. Yeah, it's not exactly. Good. So, yeah, so she said, you know, I have a hypothesis that he's yeah. a narcissist. And she very clearly goes, you have two options in this situation. Yeah. One, this is your life. You stay with him and this is your life. They, he's not going to change. Accept it right now. No change. Yeah. This is him. This is how he is. You stay. This is your life. Two, you leave. That's it. There's no in between. There's no in between. This is your life, or you like yeah leave. You make a decision and you like leave. And that literally, I remember you telling saying that to me, and I like the other day, and like I was thinking about a situation I'm currently in, mm. and I'm like, wow, like either I keep entertaining this person and like just feel awful about myself all the time, and like constantly like in a state of yeah anxiety of survival basically yeah and be like oh my god like how come i just want to be with you so much and you obviously don't even give a shit about no, me yeah and i was like either i keep this up or i just like i let it go and i like you said that to me and i, I don't this relationship obviously isn't like abusive or it's a little bit it's a little bit toxic yeah but it's yeah. not like to this degree and yeah it was like you said that to me and i was like fuck <laughs> like yeah Wow, like it's my decision. Like yeah, I want like him it to really make the puts decision. the control. Yeah, because the whole yeah. time the control is not with you. No, the control is not no. with you. Everything is with them. Because because they, they know like yeah, this person isn't like this. Like no, yeah. not at all. But like, I think when you're the one who loves that other person more, mm-hmm. like you're never gonna be like I want to stop seeing yeah. you. Or you're it, never gonna yeah, be like and that's Let's the thing as well. Because you're not ending it because the love is gone or. No. It kind of just fizzled out, or you're doing different things. Like you're ending it because it's yeah. not healthy for you, and that no. like and yeah for the for the stage of life that you're in either. No, just ever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, especially yeah, when ever. I had the biggest semester of uni. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But you did it. You I did. I was so, so like, yeah, I started breaking away, and yeah. yeah, I pretty much I started uni that week. Um, and I I had a very busy semester coming up, and I knew that, and I just was very anxious and I just had to like yeah put it in I had to say like I'm ending this and I had to stick to it and I had to just block him and that's really like but then he started yeah showing up at your apartment oh yeah sorry it doesn't it doesn't end there like you have to you have to be so like strong to stick with yourself I think and you, you know I did go back like once, so you know that you go yeah. back a little bit at the yeah. start. You end it, and then I think we slept together like a couple of times. But I it was really my body, yeah. and it was like the anxiety stopped yeah. me. It really was. Yeah. It wasn't my like mental state, hundred yeah. percent. But my body could not handle yeah. his presence anymore. Like your brain was my brain was danger. like danger. It was like a fucking alarm going off in my body. It honestly was like wow. I couldn't like the anxiety that I experienced being in his presence and anything was to do with him. Yeah. was like so severe that I had to just not see him yeah. like it really was that was my only choice yeah. so it was good in that sense like that's when the body really knows Yeah. And I think it's when it's really important to listen to your body mm, like the biofeedback yeah kind of 100% yeah. yeah obviously it's like that a feedback loop that yeah. from everything and yeah but yeah but then yeah obviously because 
I had obviously tried to end it a lot throughout like this yeah. almost year period. He yeah. knew that. He knew I'd said this is done and gone back and so he thought this was just another one of those instances. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, okay, I'll give you a bit of space and then yeah. come on back and we'll have the same chat and we'll go back straight in. But to, the only thing to calm down my anxiety was to completely detach and to try and mentally detach from him yeah. as well. So he tried to do this big grand gesture like a few weeks after I'd ended it. Which is typical Typical, this is the behavior. love bombing. The this love is love bombing, bombing everyone. Love bombing. You probably see it on Instagram a lot, but like, yeah. it's fucking it's, serious yeah, thing. It's a like, serious thing that they do to get you back or in or they yeah. do it at the start a lot but also yeah. this was at the end it can happen anytime mm. but um so he gave me kind of so throughout our year kind of together he had sold my 21st birthday presents he you know the things I asked for for Valentine's Day which literally one rose he didn't get for me so he never got me anything basically and yeah. so all at once he brought me all the kind of gifts and things that I'd requested throughout the year at yeah. once like in my room it set it up and was like ta-da basically like look what I've done, da-da-da, ready, ready to take me back. And I just, like, stood there and I just, I couldn't even entertain the idea anymore because otherwise I would freaking freak out. So I was like, no. And I was like, Mm. you know, I just said to him, sit down. And I just very, like, sternly kind of said, this was, like, never what I wanted. Obviously, yeah. yes, I wanted these gifts, and that's yeah. nice. It would have been great. It would have been great. <laughs> would have been nice, you know, yeah, to, to feel a little well. ounce of <laughs> love. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Um, but Especially you know, when you were doing so much for him. Yeah. Like, but yeah. it's not about, obviously, it's not about the material no, no. items. So I was like, this is not it. Yeah. This is never, this was never what it was about. This is never, this material stuff, which is obviously the only thing they can really relate to, these people as well. Yeah. A lot of it's material stuff because they don't know anything about their emotions. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like, sat down and I was like, all I ever wanted was stability and consistency. Mm. Simple, healthy, stable, consistent relationship. That's all yeah. I ever wanted. Yeah. That's all I ever asked of you. And I was like, his face was like perplexed. Like, well, you said this to me. You were like, when you call out, when you like yeah, this, they get so when confused. you tell them no, yeah. when you just tell them no, and you're really you have it's like unemotional as well. They can't understand. Like they're really thrown off, mm. and it's kind of in a way kind of funny. Like seeing him yeah. for the first time, not in control, because their yeah. control is back with you. You see, yeah. when you take the control back from them and mm. put it within yourself and actually make choices and say no, mm. and t- you know they're like what like what do you mean like yeah you're saying no to me like it's yeah it's they just don't understand because it's like they never can compute what they really did it's weird but yeah so I just kind of kept saying no and you know he did try a few times he kept turning up my house he even tried to break into my house at one point lied to my housemate saying we were on Mm. contact saying I was home when I wasn't home that he could come in which um, is the lying and, like, the yeah, manipulation the complete, of other people uh, around you as yeah, well. Yeah, just, like, trying to get whatever he could to mm. get at me. And the answer was constantly no. And yeah. that's really what you have to do. You just have to break it off. Yeah. And it's really, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Like, yes, I did it. They and, have a bit of a chokehold on you. But, um, yeah, yeah oh, the, the emotions for, like, the first three yeah. months... I would say the, pretty much yeah, the first three months of the entire first semester of uni, even though while I was doing uni and surviving as a matter, mm. like, my emotions were all over the place. God. Yeah. It's like going... Not that I've ever done hard drugs or been a drug addict, but yeah. I would imagine it's like going cold turkey. Yeah. Like, it is, though. It it's is. an addiction I, it's, in it the is, brain. Because it's an addiction in the brain, and it's like yeah. cutting off yeah. a source of... Yeah. Like, dopamine. Dopamine. Yeah. It is. 
It's cutting off a huge source of dopamine. Also, like, it's cutting off a source of, like, norepinephrine and, like, your stress hormones. And those are, like, quite addictive to your brain. It's, like, why people take a lot of risks and why people do things like that. And so when your brain... It's, like, all of your neurotransmitters and hormones have been in this state of heightened arousal. And now you're, like, you're crashing. Exactly. And because when you're in this situation... Your, these hormones and your emotions are mm. so tied to the person and what mm. they do to you. Like, they will, you know, you'll get euphoric. You'll get these amazing euphoric highs mm. when they give you some crumbs of good behaviour or then they mm. are in a good mood. You will be yeah. euphoric yeah. and it's amazing. And that's, but they do something <laughs> bad and you'll come crashing down, like the biggest yeah. low. And so it's like, Is when it your emotions it? are so up and down based on this other person and they're being regulated only in this way, when mm. you cut off that source, they have nothing to respond to anymore. Mm. They don't have that stimulus. They're trying to still go up. They're trying to still go down. Yeah. But when you don't have that response and when you're not yeah. fighting against something, you can, the only thing you can really do is just kind of cry and be a mess. Like, yeah. there's nothing to respond to, but they're still wanting to. That's what I had, like, yeah. the, with this other person where it was, like... Not that I think one of the disclaimers we wanted to give is like I think two people can be toxic for each other but aren't necessarily yes bad people yeah and it doesn't mean that like your experience was any less valid because this person you know everyone else thinks they're pretty lovely mm. but like there's a difference I think between a toxic relationship and one that's abusive yes. and the type of character that Cloudy is talking about which is like diagnosably sociopathic yeah. and narcissistic. Yeah. But I think toxic relationships can happen between any two they people. They can happen. They can. You and can be in might... a toxic relationship where two people I just do not have these personality disorders yeah, and do, no. you know. And I still think it's like completely like an experience that is like quite traumatizing, like Yeah. Like there was this one person I was like seeing and like it was it was just that anxiety you talk about is just so I can just remember it. Yeah. I was just constantly anxious. I was constantly waiting for him to yeah, you, appreciate you me. And like, and he would say things to me all the time that would just like shoot me down. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, like one time he was like, oh, I would never like properly date you because you're not pure enough. Yeah. <laughs> I think I told you about <laughs> you this. You told me about that. And I was, I was like, like what the fuck? And then, but then, you know, the next day he'd be like, oh my god, like, I've had all of these amazing thoughts and I just need to share them with you. And I was like, what the fuck Yeah, that's what it's like. It's the biggest fuck around. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's like, I don't think that person is a bad person, but, like, the trauma of it, like... Yeah, well, sometimes... Really me up. This is another thing that I read or got told. I don't know what it was, but yeah. sometimes the person doesn't have to be bad, but their behaviour is. Yeah. And that's still what you're yeah. responding to. And, like, in that situation, that person was young and yeah. I'm sure they're different now but like oh some of the other things that happened yeah that's still inexcusable yeah that's and still, there was a lot know. of other things where I was like he was like don't tell anyone about this and then yeah and I was like well now I feel like we're accomplices in this thing but actually I'm the only one who's like <laughs> burdened by it like yeah and it was just so and it like it took me like I'm sure you can speak to this but like months yes months I don't months. even think I got over it until like only a couple yeah. of years ago. Well, like, I don't think, like, pers- well, with, like, my experience, it's not yeah. something I think I will ever just no. get over. It was so traumatising. It's not something, like, it's always going to be there now. Yeah. It's always... In some ways, it's been good. In some ways, I can detect when I dated since, like, yeah. very fast when someone's not good. And I can detect very fast when a behaviour is just not okay or not right yeah. for me or when someone's just not right for me. And But in other ways, like, even now, I'm in, like, a lovely... With someone lovely. Very healthy yeah. relationship. Yeah. But... 
anything that kind of the tiniest thing that could be to, to the contrary yeah and there's like a switch there's like i will get into kind back, of back into defensive mode, mode very like easily so yeah. it's something that you like it's still going you know it's just three years yeah and it's like it like fully changes the structure it of your does brain when someone treats you that way it does and like i the other thing i like i don't know if you've if you have the same feeling like i haven't really gone i think into this as much but like the thing I sometimes, like, sit up late at night thinking about is, like, I let someone treat me that way. That was how I felt, like, the first yeah. year. Like, that entire year that I had yeah. first broken off. Even yes. now, I'm, like... Because I, let... I yeah. kind of accepted... There was a first of the part was accepting that's his personality. Yeah. That's how he is. I have to go through that. Once I got through that and has accepted that's the kind of person he is... Yeah. Yeah, then the guilt goes to you. Then the kind of anger kind oh of switches God, yeah. and it goes, what the fuck? And I remember this so vividly mm. it's so really i remember this so vividly because um there was a part a point where we did talk again for a bit i unblocked him we talked again he invited me out to mm. a concert or whatever initially i agreed to it got really oh, really man. anxious again and then i like came home like an hour or two before the concert just like started bawling my eyes out like Aww. all the lights off in my room the blanket over me lying in my bed just thinking over and over the like how what am I doing? Yeah. Like how did I let someone treat me like this? Why am I still agreeing to this? Why did I agree to this? And mm. being like, oh my god, like what's gonna happen if I go? Like, am I really doing this? And I was like, what are you? Mm. What am I doing? And I just sat myself like, thank God, I was like, what the? Fu- I have a choice here. That's the thing. You don't yeah. feel like you do. You're I like, know. I have to you, say yeah. yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I have to. I said yes now. Oh, it's going to be so yeah. angry if I say no. Yeah. Who cares? I was like, yeah. get a grip. Yeah. Like, honestly. Like, <laughs> get I, a grip, I Claudia. was like, honestly. Obviously, terrible situation. But I was like, I just had to be like, get a fucking grip. Yeah. Look at you. Look at what. Look at you. You're yeah. fucking bawling your eyes out in bed with all your lights off. Yeah. Like, get a grip. And I was meant to go to my mum's that weekend. And I was like, why would you lie to your mum and blow <sighs> off your mum? For this man. For this person. Yeah. I was like, no. Nah. So I was like, you know, I like packed up all my things. We went to the train to my mom's. Yeah. And just was like, I can't do it. I'm not going. Not yeah. going. And obviously he called angry. And I was like, too bad. You don't have too bad. control yeah, of me anymore. Yeah, I was like, too fucking bad. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that was like one of the times. I remember a lot of the times, like in the aftermath and just healing. And even now sometimes, you know, you yeah. still kind of go back and you're like, how the fuck did yeah. I let someone treat me? And it's because like, yeah. from, as well for me... Like, yeah, like, this could happen to anyone. And I th- and realising that, like, yeah. I am, and I've always been very strong, very independent, yeah. very confident in myself. Yeah. I've never kind of been anyone who's unsure, really, of mm. themselves or has a lot of insecurities. Yeah. So to kind of be like, what the fuck? How? How did I go from kind of the girl in high school rejecting every single man and being like, no, nah, not interested, fuck you all, yeah. to fucking th- like this, to literally yeah. being on my knees begging yeah. and crying for some person well, who that's the thing. It's doesn't like, give two shits. Yeah, because I find this, it's, like, with my friends and, like, when I'm out or when I'm, like, alone, I'm, like, wow, I'm genuinely, like, the best person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, and I, like, even last night I was, like, lying in bed and it's, like, then you, th- I'm just, like, how did I... Like, I don't know. We just keep saying this, but I just think about it a lot. Yeah. Like, it keeps But then, obviously, up. it's good. Like, learning about, yeah. you know, obviously, like, the yeah. science behind it, which we haven't even really... Well, I think we're going to go yeah. into that in the second part of this yes. episode, which we'll probably publish on, a, like, two different ones, like, the yeah, first one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, should we go into the science of Yeah. It? So, okay. yeah, pretty much the question that we asked ourselves for a long time might still, how yeah. did we end up in this? In this, yeah. 